It starts with a spark. Hello, and welcome to Spark Connection. I'm your host, Anna Lucas. Thank you for joining me as we explore together how we may enhance our well-being by cultivating connection and building community in our lives and in our organizations. Let's spark connection. But it starts with a spark. Hello, and welcome to Spark Connection. My name is Anna Lucas, and I am so excited to be here to my very first episode of my very first podcast. I've had an idea to start a podcast for a long time, and the time is now. I'm so excited to have this conversation and create this space for us to explore how we enhance connection and build community in our lives Over the past two years, the way that we do that is changing, it's evolving, and I can't wait to dive into this conversation with all of you and find tools and strategies that can help us to enhance our well-being by cultivating connection and building community. In today's episode, I'm excited to share who I am, why I'm here, and what I hope we can create together in this space. I want to start with a disclaimer, and I know it might sound cliche, but I admit that I am a people person. I have always been interested in and fascinated by people. I love listening to stories and learning about experiences that are different from my own, as well as experiencing other places and cultures, especially through travel. Over the past decade, I have moved from my home state of Iowa to southern Spain for a brief stint then to Chicago, and finally Los Angeles, where I currently live today. And in between each of these semi-permanent moves, there have been many travels and other experiences across the country and abroad. In every place that I have lived and each place I've visited, I've had the opportunity to build relationships and experience firsthand the power and the promise of community. I studied psychology and leadership as an undergraduate student at the University of Iowa, and I have my master's in applied positive psychology from the University of Pennsylvania. For over 10 years, I have been devoted to building community and enhancing well-being within and between diverse organizations across the country. My experiences range from organizing community health projects to managing cultural education programs and directing research initiatives. Since 2020, I've been working as a well-being consultant and coach supporting individuals and organizations to apply the science of well-being to enhance their lives at work and beyond. Through all of these experiences, there have been many beautiful moments. I have seen the way that across cultures and often without words, people are able to come together in collaboration, in appreciation, in curiosity, and in love. I've been filled with hope, realizing the innate goodness of humanity that resides in every corner of our country and in communities around the world. In these experiences, I've witnessed authentic human connection. I've also experienced disconnection and distrust and the complexity of issues such as immigration, racism, and poverty. In addition to the countless moments of beauty, there have been moments of great challenge and difficulty, and I have felt helpless witnessing injustice and violence paralyzed with the need to do something, and crippled by my not knowing what to do. In addition to these professional experiences, in 2013, I lost my brother David suddenly to suicide. This loss was a seismic event in my life. David was one of my best friends, my big brother. He was also a high school teacher and a coach, 
and losing David, especially to suicide, was an excruciating shock to everyone who knew him and loved him. Living through this experience of grief and loss highlighted to me the importance of normalizing our society's conversation around mental health. This experience showed me the power of community as it felt as though my family was physically carried through those days, months, and years following this loss. At the time, writing proved to be my greatest form of healing, and I began a blog called Loving David where I shared my writing on grief and loss, mental health, and suicide. This was a place for me to find community in my own grief. It was a place to feel connected to others and comforted and knowing that I was not alone. Throughout my life and every experience that I've had, whether they be challenging or rewarding, I have witnessed a common thread of beauty, of goodness, and wholeness of our humanity. Despite the challenges and the tragedies, I have continually oriented toward the good, the beautiful. I have believed in the power of identifying and building upon strengths as a disruptor to a more traditional route of identifying and improving upon weaknesses, and I feel that when I orient toward the good. When I look at the strength, I feel more energized. I feel empowered and renewed with the potential of what could be. When I learned of the field of positive psychology, it was after googling positive psychology. (laughs) I did not know that the field existed and I discovered that it did and it was almost as if the clouds opened and the sun shined down and warmed my face and pierced my heart. I applied to the master's program at the University of Pennsylvania, which is where the field began, and I had the great privilege of being accepted to the program and then the great honor to learn from leaders who are truly paving the way when it comes to exploring how we can best harness human strength to actualize potential within our lives, within our organizations, and within our communities. I want to make very clear that positive psychology is not about turning a blind eye to what's wrong or what maybe needs to be fixed in our society. There are a lot of things that we need to fix, but rather it's about widening the scope of our perspective. As people and as organizations, we tend to have a bias towards negativity. We want to understand threats so that we can position ourselves to be able to overcome them. While this is important, it's also important to recognize what we already have, the strength that lives in us, the promise and potential that we hold within our lives, within our organizations, within our families, within our community. Positive psychology is about widening the scope of our perspective to allow ourselves to cultivate gratitude, to bring mindfulness and awareness into the present moment and allow ourselves to show up fully as our whole self. The good and the beautiful is something that lives within us and lives between us. And this is what leads me to connection and exploring community. There's a beautiful word in the Zulu language of South Africa that is Ubuntu. It means I am because you are. And the spirit of Ubuntu, this almost reverence for the way that the people around us create us and inform who we are and how we show up in the world is really the undercurrent with which I want to engage in this project and create this podcast. The communities that we're a part of throughout our life shape us. They create us. And though we often view our identity as something that is uniquely ours, in fact, it's something that's molded and carved out by the communities we're a part of and the people that are around us. This is why it's so important to 
examine how our own well-being is tied up and tied into the well-being of the people around us, people that we love, the people that we work with. This is why it's so important to move our conversation from simply how to cultivate self-care to how can we create a community of care, how can we create a collective of well-being. Social connection is one of the most powerful protective factors for any challenges we may face in our life, whether that be physical health or mental health, professional setbacks or experiences of loss and grief. The importance of community connection has been shown over and over again. One of my favorite studies to reference is often nicknamed the Harvard study. It's the longest longitudinal study in history. It looked at a group of people over 80 years, as well as then following their, their offspring, the next generation. When they examined the lives of these individuals, they wanted to understand what were the conditions and qualities of their life that enabled them to live long, healthy, happy lives. They looked at factors such as how much someone exercised and whether or not they drank or smoked. They looked at how much money they made, how much success they found in their career. And what they found when they isolated all of these factors is that the one with the greatest impact on their health and longevity was the quality of relationships. Specifically, the quality of relationships at age 50 was the greatest predictor for the quality of their life at age 80. The director emeritus of the study, George Valiant, I had the great honor to hear him speak, and he summarized it beautifully with the simple statement that joy is connection. He suggested that the sense of connection we feel in our life could be the definitive quality for our individual well-being and longevity. Social connection is correlated with higher rates of well-being, lower rates of anxiety and depression, and higher resilience. William James was a psychologist and a philosopher, and he's often referred to as the father of American psychology. He taught the first psychology class ever in the United States. There's a quote by William James that says, We are like islands in the sea, separate on the surface, but connected in the deep. My hope for this podcast is that together we can dive down deep to the bottom of the seafloor and find the channels and the ways in which we are interconnected to find and uncover and discover the ways that we can enhance the connection and community within our lives so we can enhance the well-being of all of us. In this podcast, I'll be speaking with friends and colleagues, with mentors and thought leaders and researchers, and many others who will share their expertise when it comes to enhancing the sense of connection and community we feel in our lives We'll explore themes of mindfulness and compassion, ritual and mattering, and so much more. And I can't wait to share this space with people that I deeply admire and respect. My hope is that we can create this space together where we can go deep that will inspire a ripple effect of connection within our lives, within our families, within our organizations, within our communities. I hope that together we can cultivate this muscle for appreciating all that's good within us and between us. Thank you so much for being here. I am excited to go on this journey with you. I'm grateful for your time and I'm grateful for your presence. I hope you have a beautiful day and be well. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Spark Connection. If you did, please take a moment to leave a review, share with a friend, and most importantly, subscribe. 
I plan to release two episodes a month, and I hope you'll stay tuned for these enlightening conversations. Until then, don't forget to spark connection.